What's up? What's up? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between. Grab your vices, chill out, and let's get straight to it. This is episode 47 of Straightforward with Miss B. I hope everybody has had a wonderful, wonderful, and productive um, week this past week. I know I have, have been getting a lot of things um, done around here. I know that uh, maybe one or two episodes ago, I let you all guys um, know that I have dealt dealt with a pipe burst in my home um, on Christmas Day. So I've still been kind of dealing with that, but luckily I've finally got the restoration part completed and now just moving on to, um, you know, get in the wall situated and have been looking at flooring, uh, flooring lately. So I don't want to put carpet back in the room. So I've been looking at laminate versus luxury vinyl flooring. So we'll see what I come up with and what I, um, decide upon, you know, the only thing is, is, you know, you hate when these type of things happen because it kind of put you in a position where you are forced to spend money that you don't really want to spend. You know what I'm saying? Like I can use that money on a vacation. <laughs> I try my best to try to budget pretty good. So, um, yeah, it's just a little unfortunate when it's time to spend money, you know? So anyway, so today we are going to get into just a couple of things that I feel as though, you know, it's 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 kind of hilarious in a sense. Um, just kind of people, people and situations and things um, that kind of derive from the term fake it till you make it. And I kind of like the way that I come up with these terms and kind of titles of the podcast and kind of expand, expand the discussion around them. So today we're just kind of going to talk, talk about faking it till you make it. And one person who has been in the news uh, within the last month or two, um, hey, he damn sure is pretty much the epitome of fake it till you make it. <laughs> fake it till you make it is Congressman George Santos. And for those of you who don't really keep up on political things, um, George Santos is an alleged political, and uh, I myself would probably call him a scammer. Uh, he basically kind of finessed the system, in my opinion, um, into becoming, um, he's an openly gay um congressman representing the Republican side of things. Um, and of course, um, as more and more information comes out about him, um, they've been pressuring him to kind of resign um, from that position. Um, his true, like I said, career history, educational history and identity um, basically have been the basis of his potential and maybe forthcoming demise. And um, I kind of just wanted to pull up this recent Vanity Fair article that I found um, in regards to this whole thing, because I guess the latest news on him is that back in, I believe, 2008 or so, he was basically uh, a drag queen. 
in Rio de Janeiro, I guess, Brazil, Santos. Um, hey, he enjoyed doing drag. So that's another thing about him. So, you know, some of the things that have came up about him, basically the whole scandal came about when they found out that he basically kind of lied on his, you know, application as far as like his educational history um, where he didn't you know go to those schools and um, kind of Vanity Fair basically kind of called him out in his article as a serial liar and I know a lot of us know a lot of people out there who just kind of fake their way into good positions at their jobs or just a job in general they fake their way into you know, maybe good relationships, especially, you know, with people that they feel as though they can benefit from or they fake their way into, you know, society, you know, societal certain, uh, what you call it, um, upper tier, um, upper tier groups, you know what I mean? Whether it's like celebrity groups or, you know, just people, wealthy people, you know, you have those con men and women who, you know, they, that's what they do. They just kind of finesse their way into those circles. Um, so it seems as though, you know, hey, George Santos has, has did a damn good job so far. Um, so, you know, maybe the drag, <clears throat> doing the drag um, back in the day, someone may have prepared him um, to be able to kind of uh, – change who he is you know what I'm saying like come up with this entirely new identity um and um hey he done gagged the people baby in government he has gagged the people so um this Vanity Fair article um which was written by Bess Levine um looks like it was published on yesterday actually um it starts off as saying, for over a month now, we've been treated to a torrent of evidence that newly elected Congressman George Santos is a serial liar. From supposedly being a star volleyball player at a college he never attended to having grandparents um, who fled Hitler almost every day has brought a new lie. And now um, we can add flagrant hypocrisy to the mix. On, on Wednesday, journalist Marissa Cabas um, reported that as a teen living in Brazil, um, Santos enjoyed drag, participated in at least one drag show, and went by the name Katara Rivache or Rivache or Rivachi. Okay, and then there's a photo within this article um, that was posted on Twitter um, with a picture of Santos dressed in drag um, as Katara Rivache. Um, the article goes on to say, unlike Santos' very large dossier of lies, there is absolutely nothing wrong with dressing in drag or expressing oneself however one see fits. Um, the problem, of course, is that Santos apparently does not think other people should be afforded such rights. As the New York Times notes, Santos has embraced right-wing policies that many LGBTQ activists have decried as discriminatory. Um, for example, Florida's bigoted, um, quote-unquote, don't say gay law, which the then-candidate, quote-unquote, voiced support for in an April 2022 Facebook video saying, hey, everyone, join George Santos here. 
As a gay man, I stand proudly behind not teaching our children sex or sexual orientation. Um, then they have in parentheses, the law prohibits teachers in grades K through three from discussing gender identity and sexual orientation in any way whatsoever and has led to educators being warned to not wear clothing with rainbows on them and to get rid of safe space stickers and photos of their same-sex spouses out of fear of being prosecuted. Um, in the accompanying caption, Santos claimed Democrats want to groom our kids. Um, in his first weeks in Congress, Santos has also aligned himself with the far right, whose members have de demonized drag shows and introduced appalling anti-trans legislation. Um, prior to being elected, Santos worked as a spokesman for Carl Palandino, an elected official who, per the Times, New York Times, that is, has a track record of racist and homo homophobic comments. <sighs> well, this was a pretty short article, but I understand where the writer stated that, hey, it's definitely a lot of hypocrisy because on one hand, Santos, how can you practice or enjoy doing drag and dressed in drag as a female impersonator um, back in what, the mid-2000s? And then later now, um, for the benefit of, like I said, finessing his way into Congress um, through the state of Florida, basically was in support of the anti, you know, anti-LGBT laws. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, yeah, it, it looks to me that you could be very, you know, very hypocritical there. Um, and it, I'm trying to think of, like, why would he necessarily do that? Why you can't just stand for gay rights and, you know what I'm saying, and, and be an activist considering the fact that you kind of live this alternative lifestyle at one point in your in your life now. That's not to say, just throwing a bone here to Santos, that he could not have changed his mind as he grow, grow, uh, grew older. You know what I'm saying? Everybody is, um, everybody has the option throughout life to change how they feel on certain topics um, or, you know, stance that they take. And he has the right to do that as a grown adult. But I am curious to know, hey, was he, like I said, it's, it's almost like because of the multiple um, lies that he told throughout, you know, or lies that we all have kind of learned about these last couple of months, um, it just seems as though, hey, he was just trying to go with the flow in order to, you know, be in be in that political spotlight and, um, like I said, gain this uh, position as a congressman. Um, and, uh, like I said, it, was, it probably was just all part of the facade, and he really does not feel that way. Shoot, I wouldn't be surprised if Santos probably be at home at night still putting on heels and dresses. And this is all to let you guys know who's listening in. Of course, you know, I support LGBTQ um, community, always have. Um, and um, I'm not saying these things as, you know what I mean, negative, to shine a negative light 
um, on it. I'm just pointing out Santos and his hypocrisy and his web of lies. So I am almost sure maybe at some, well, I don't know how they handle that because as a congressman, you kind of get voted in, right? From my understanding, you get voted in by the people. And if the public voted you in, like how do you, well, I guess they could kind of, you know, it'd be the same as maybe being the president where they have to somewhat impeach you. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how and when um, and if um, Santos will be kind of forced to resign from being a congressman. Poor Santos, I swear, you you might have pulled off the biggest con in the past year or so. You know what I mean? You might, you you going to go down in history, bro. But as far as, like, you lying and people lying on resumes saying what they did, every, people do that every day. I'm sure there's multiple people in Congress that have lied on their resumes stating they did this and that and didn't do none of this shit. Anyway, how y'all feel about Santos and this whole situation? Um, Another thing that I wanted to get into as well kind of on the technological side um chat gpt for those of you who's not familiar with chat gpt um it is basically artificial artificial intelligence it was created by a company called open ai and it's a basically a viral chat box where you can enter in sentences or phrases um, of something that you may want to learn more about or how to do and with that phrase or sentence that you plug into the chat box kind of like a google search when you plug it in the um the tool will basically then generate information for you just automatically. Basically it'll just generate all the information or large portion of information related to the topic that you are wanting to, to know about. So when it basically, you know, what became, I guess, you know, public, it drew about 1 million users immediately um, after its launch and since then it has attracted more investors um, to generative AI and this is based on information that I'm reading here from the Business Insider. Um, I think it's pretty neat however there is a dark side to this um, but I'll read a little bit um, from this article and this article was published on the 14th of January 2023 um, by Sindhu Sundar um, was the writer, and I hope I am pronouncing the name. I like to give credit where credit's due. Um, since OpenAI released its blockbuster bot, ChatGPT, in November of 2022, the tool has sparked ongoing casual experiments, including some by insider reporters trying to simulate new stories or message potential dates. Um, to older millennials who grew up with IRC chat rooms, which is a text instant message system, the personal tone of conversations with the bot can evoke the experience of chatting online. But ChatGPT 
the latest in technology known as large language model tools, doesn't speak with sentence and doesn't think the way that people do. Um, That means that even though ChatGPT can explain a quantum physics or write a poem in command, a full AI takeover is not imminent, according to experts. Um, There's a saying that an infinite number of monkeys will eventually give you Shakespeare, said Matthew Sag, a law professor at Emory University who studies copyright implications for training and using large language models like GPT. Um, He says there's a large number of monkeys here giving you things that are impressive, but there is intrinsically a difference between the way that humans produce language and the way that large language models do it, he said. Chatbots like GPT are powered by large amounts of data and computing techniques to make predictions about stringing words together in a meaningful way. They not only tap into vast amount of vocabulary and information, but also understand words and context. This helps them mimic speech patterns while dispatching an encyclopedic knowledge. Um, Other tech companies like Google and Meta have developed their own large language model tools, which use programs that respond to human prompts and devise sophisticated responses. OpenAI, um, in a revolutionary move, also created a user interface that is letting the general public experiment with it directly. Some recent efforts to use chatbox for real-world service have proved troubling with odd results. The mental health company Coco came under fire this month after its founder wrote about how the company used GPT-3 in experiment to reply to users. So I don't want to read this whole entire thing, but that definitely gives a great segue into kind of this continual uh, waiting of uh, faking it till you make it. So like this company Coco who used it to help their business I'm sure they probably thought hey you know instead of us having a staff of humans who kind of make up um, phrases and things to maybe tweet back or respond to back on social media um, to users who may have inquiries um, using GP chat GPT would just allow them to be able to come up with responses much quicker maybe initially sound like a great idea. However, once you get to think about those things, you kind of understand where this, that's kind of like taking the easy way out and taking the human element away from it. Now it's like this machine is coming up with answers and responses for you instead of the human using their brain and, and their knowledge to be creative and come up with, um, come up with, you know, replies that they can use for their, for their, um, users. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's definitely an easy way out. And yeah, I don't know if some of you on TikTok, but on TikTok, when everybody, when it launched and everybody started using it, there was a lot of TikToks. I was, I was on the, I guess, conspiracy side of TikTok and I was coming across all of these, um, 
you know, videos of people talking about it. And then um, everybody was just so elated and excited and, you know, hey, I can use this for my marketing business. I'm an entrepreneur. You know, it gives me great business ideas. I'm trying to come up with a business plan. I type in a sentence and a couple of words and it pulls up a full business plan for me based on um, the industry that I want to go into. Um, or you'll have like students on there talking about, hey, this is going to make it easier for me to do work. You know, I'd be having to write theses and in, 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 in papers in class. This is definitely going to help me and probably save some time for me to come up, um, come up with something very informative and in class, you know, and in order to get, get good grades. It's just all of this is just to me another way of cheating. I don't think Chat GPT, I guess, was created for it, but you know how we usually turn things sour quick, very, very quickly. It's almost like a new restaurant opening up in a wealthy neighborhood. You know, once a certain demographic has the ability to go and try it themselves. And then word of mouth starts spreading. It's almost like then that restaurant begins to go down the drain. You know, if you know, you know. Um, so it's kind of like the same, you know, kind of like the same thing. It's like at what point where, you know, at what point will OpenAI, the company who created ChatGPT, maybe put some type of, limitations on what you can do searches for or maybe they will input some type of limitations as to what information or what data will spit out once you do a search because I feel like if chat GPT basically is taken say for instance everything that's written and stored on the internet right if they're taking um, all of this information which is data and they're plugging it into their system, that means that they are including all these articles and information and books and documents and all of this information that is already, from a copyright standpoint, owned by someone else. And that's illegal to do. You can't plagiarize. You know what I'm saying? You can't steal somebody's intellectual property. So I wonder how OpenAI kind of combats that because if I go in there and I type in um, something about creating a, um, creating a business plan for selling a makeup um, product and then I hit search or enter and then it spits out basically a, basically a full business plan with my overview, you know what I'm saying? Overview, um, operations, layout, financials, things of that nature. It means that somebody else who may have already stored, stored how to write a business plan for selling a makeup product on the internet it's just basically pulling their same information. So for me as an entrepreneur and business owner who may want that information to start this new business, 
I'm kind of like just copying somebody else thing and it's not making, and, and, and it's not personal to me. Although, you know, although you can take the data that the GPT is spitting out and make it your own, meaning plug in your, your name, your business name, your, you know what I'm saying? Your information. But at the same time, it's like, I didn't sit down myself to kind of create and write up this business plan myself. So I myself as a business owner would feel some type of way. You know what I'm saying? It just, it's so fraudulent once you get to, once you think about it. I mean, on one hand, it's kind of like it has its pros where it kind of takes the place of an, as they said, you know, encyclopedia. Like we're, we're far from those days where we had those large, I remember we had, I had all the encyclopedias at my house. My mom had got them. You know what I'm saying? So we are far from that. Now encyclopedias are basically on the internet. It's it's through, you know, wiki, uh, Wikipedia and places like that where you can just search and find damn near any information that you want to to find out. You can find out about it. You know what I'm saying? It's already on the internet. So it has its pros, but I think that with time, of course, you're going to have those individuals who, who's just going to do bad by it. You know what I mean? They're going to just use it to kind of do some fraudulent stuff or just some things that, like I said, I think copyright infringement is probably going to be, um, and plagiarism is definitely going to be one of those kind of hot hot topic um, or hot standout things that's going to just make people kind of second guess using it. You know what I mean? How do y'all feel about the chat? You know, everybody's kind of, this whole world just kind of faking it till it, till it make it (laughs) at this point. Like, is anybody original (laughs) these days? Is anybody trustworthy these days? You know, I'm always thinking about that. You know what I mean? Like, damn, you know, everybody need a little help here and there. But God, for you to just kind of finesse your way like George Santos and using this chat GPT to just come up with papers and resumes and business plans for you that you you yourself hadn't even sat down and took 15 minutes to write out your damn self. It's like, God. You know, what's real? So just want to leave you guys with that today. Um, the more and more I kind of look into this chat GPT thing, um, if there's any other information that I feel as though will be beneficial for, you know, my listeners to know, I would definitely, um, I would definitely, um, you know, plug you guys in into that and keep you updated and uh you know as always i am extremely appreciative of everyone who tunes in if you have any topics if you have a letter that you just want to read and you just need some advice on something or you hear about something that you feel as though hey i would like to hear her opinion on it don't forget to always Email, um, email us at str, the number eight, FWD, media at gmail.com. Or you can DM on all social media platforms at 
straightforward msb and we're always here and um until next time you guys thank you so much for tuning in as always <laughs>